Beats, Brews, and Points of View is a product of Dream Over Reality Media and brought to you by Arctic Circle Brewing Company. I've heard that shit. <laughs> is this what we're doing today? You know it. I've heard this song is so fucking long, dog. <laughs> it's good, man. I love playing this song. I'm like, oh man. Shake my Good evening, ladies oh and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, <laughs> along with my partner in podcasting, <laughs> sitting across from me, Eman Bates. Neil Richter likes to go through nostalgia, like, talking memory lane over here. I'll tell here, you why right? in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so the PIP, <laughs> that is me, and we are back in Plymouth City for episode 123. Yes, okay. sir. Um, the reason I started the episode with that is my phone has this weird relationship with E-Man's music for some fucking reason. I don't even use Apple Music like that anymore, but for whatever reason on my fucking headphones, all last week, every time I would pause something and then go to unpause it, my phone would open Apple Music and play Angry Gohan by E-Man. I don't know why, but it kept doing it all week, so I've probably heard this song about 13 times this week. And I was like, well, shit, if it's going to play it, I'm just going to sit here and listen to it. Thanks. It's a good song. So I mean, <laughs> so that's why you got Angry Gohan to thanks, start the thanks podcast. Thanks for the points, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, coming up on the show tonight, we have uh, birthdays to celebrate. We have a uh, return guest in the studio that we'll talk to here in a minute. Um, we have to say goodbye to a legendary musician of the 70s, unfortunately. Uh, we got beers to review. Uh, we'll recap the show that we were at in Loving Touch last night in Ferndale. Um, we'll discuss the billionaire who just recently purchased Twitter and the shoot that E-Man was just on with our boy Frost is Rad. Um, and then also E-Man's got a festival in Philly that he wants to uh, tell you guys about. And finally, we will get to something old, something new. But before we go any further, E-Man, why don't you tell them who's in the studio with us tonight? Man, y'all know who it is, dog. Dre Dav. Yeah, say the, the pilot. Yeah. Light Team Entertainment. Uh -huh. Dre Dav is in the building with us. What's good, Josh? Welcome say, back, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I just got a contact high as soon as he walked in the studio, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, me and E-Man were marveling at the fact that for a stoner, you were three minutes early. That's fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. I was outside <laughs> in the car smoking. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I love it. Uh, welcome back to the show, man. So what's been going on with you lately, dude? There's been a pretty big gap of time since the last time you were here. Uh, you became a father, I believe, since yeah. the last yeah, time man. we spoke to you. Congratulations. So, um, what's been up with you, man? Uh, yeah, first and foremost, shout out my little man. Shout yeah. out to little man. Fatherhood yeah. is dope. Um, it's nothing like it. Uh, I think that's been kind of pushing the music side of things 
even more. Like, I'm so hungry now that I got a kid, bro. It's, it's absolutely I feel like as soon as, like, an way, artist man, has a kid, it's, like, you get almost, like, a new level of, it, like, just intensity that's going how for you the go, music, man. That, that song was Angry Go Home, bro. Having a kid is how you actually go Super Saiyan, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I can't really describe it any other way than that. It's just, like, something clicks, you snap, and you level up, man. So, rappers looking to improve your craft. Have a child. <laughs> that awaken my love moment. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I, what was I working on the last time I was here? I think. I think the last time you were here, I, there's I even been changes Paradise to the Sky. the flight team lineup. Paradise cause... Sky was yeah, on its yep. way out. I think you just put out something before that, though. Okay. Yeah. 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 Damn. It's been a minute, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's been yeah. a minute. So, There's yeah, been some personnel Paradise, changes yeah. in the in the Paradise, lineup. Yeah. Since Paradise Guy, what did we drop? All right, so the last one was Top Gun. Before that was Mackin. City of Trees for the pilot. That's what it was. Okay. Yep, yeah. that's what it was. Yep, the pilot. I got to meet your boy Willie J. Peso finally, by the oh, way. Oh, that was all yeah. performed, yeah. too. Yeah. Peso, the big giraffe. Where'd yeah. y'all go to see him? Uh, it was at Puff in Utica. Nice. I just saw him like for a quick second. Like, uh, oh, he was doing one of the uh, pop-ups. Yeah, Bender yeah. days, yeah. yeah. We saw him perform on 420, too. Yeah, he, like, uh, later that he night. Was at Tangent. Oh, that was the yep. same day? Okay, yeah. Uh, he was at Tangent Gallery and Nick's band. Shout out to Nick's band, new band, Dust Carmonic, out there killing it. Their, that was their second official show. But, yeah, it was the first time I saw Willie perform. Oh, yeah, that was pretty yeah. tight. Peso is dope, bro. Yeah, he yeah. really is. Yeah, shout out Giraffe Head, by the way. That's a, oh, yeah, that yeah. Giraffe Head is yep. blowing. Go get that. Is, that's his weed comp or his weed strain, right? Yeah, yeah. he's Him on uh, Heavy Heads. Head. That's crazy, yeah. dude. That's so tight. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> so he, so is he working with, uh, like, Trick Trick and them and shit? Because Trick Trick's heavyweight heads, right? I believe so. He has some stuff yeah. in that, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought so, too. I got a funny story for you, by the way. I was at, <laughs> so Cookies in Ann Arbor just opened up, like, not too long ago. Oh, I didn't even and know I, that. And I did, the, uh, mm-hmm. I did a vendor day for Wild over there. And I saw Trick Trick and Burner. I didn't get to meet Burner, but I, I met Trick Trick for a split second. And then I was like, it just like kind of like it did a double take. Like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm E Man. He goes, hey, I'm Trick Trick. I'm like, I know. <laughs> he also met fucking White Boy Rick recently. Yeah, nice. on 420. <laughs> I met White. So I met Willie J. Peso and White Boy Rick the same day. <laughs> nice. That's super dope. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Well, before we continue on in the interview. We like to drink beer on this podcast, and we've got beer sitting in front of us, so let's get to these beers a little bit. We've got um, a couple different things to pick from. We've got this uh, Bell Sparkling Berry. I thought I'd, I'd let you get Sparkle the pick berry. here. You yeah. got Sparkle Berry, and then we also have this. Um, it's from a wine company, but it's a hard cider. They are, what is the Sierra Rose is the name of the company. Okay. And they have a four-pack here with, you know, I think E-Man's got a peach one over there. I got a blueberry one over here. I got um, all the untapped queued up on that, too, Yeah, so E-Man, tell them about it. All right, so we're not going to repeat it last week, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we had we, a pretty we, brutal yeah. beer review yeah, last un- week. Un- so, yeah, untapped <laughs> was down last week, and we oh, were just kind of winging it, but it is what it is. <laughs> like, we here now. We couldn't read right. the can either, so we're, like, stuttering <laughs> through it and shit. It was fucking bad. Right, so you guys got the sparkle berry going on. Uh, Hold up. Waka Flocka, by the way. <laughs> that's our that's our cue for Eric to come fucking. <laughs> Wait, yeah, we got a keyword to like cue the camera. I'm like, oh shit, y'all got a special guest. <laughs> Waka Flocka Flame. I don't even know wow. where I came from. Wow. Why it became wow. our fucking. I tell my lawyers, get my back for all the crazy shit I did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyways, hey. I digress. E-man, go ahead. Real quick, real quick. 
while we talking about Waka, Waka is literally the reason I grew dreads. Is really? he really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Waka would be in the videos going crazy, shaking his dreads, and I was like, that shit look lit, bro. I'm about to grow me some out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pow, 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 here we are. Pow. I think the first person yeah. I remember hearing about uh, talking about shaking dreads was fucking E-40. That mm-hmm. didn't even have dreads at that time. <laughs> you know he didn't. Not really. I ain't got none, but I plan on growing some. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> he had like the little twisties and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, little, like... No one got my fucking joke on Instagram. So someone posted a photo of E-40 with Bob Weir from the Grateful Dead together. Like, hang- I don't know why the fuck they were together, but anyways, they're hanging E-40? out in this picture, and they were like, name this band. Um, you know, like who? What would they be like that together? And I was like, shake those grateful dreads. That's and no awesome. one fucking got that. I was uh, like, what? I absolutely Come love on. That's great. It's <laughs> a new turn to the dreadheads, the deadheads. No, <laughs> yeah, for sure. All anyway, right. Sorry. So, Sparkleberry, uh, you guys are sipping on that right now from uh, one of the biggest breweries in the state. Actually, probably the biggest brewery in the state, but they are not independent anymore, unfortunately, but Mm-mm. they're still amazing. Uh, Sparkleberry from Bell's Brewing is an American interpretation of a Belgian triple brewed with raspberries. Slightly tart, dry, and spicy. It was originally brewed to release at Kalamazoo Pride in 2013. The same year, it won a bronze medal at the Great American Beer Festival. Nice. It has returned every year since drawing incredible praise at other Pride events, beer festivals, and our, at and our pub. Sparkleberry is a celebration of diversity and will debut in cans for white. Okay, yeah, this is outdated. June, June 2018. <laughs> 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 well, at least it's still going. I mean, this shit slaps. 9% ABV, 10 IBUs. Oh, y'all trying to fuck me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we got to get the good stuff out of you today. <laughs> and while we're getting a little sip on this, as we do, we like to play a little music so we can uh, drink on this beer and decide if we like it or not. And since we got the pilot sitting right next to us, let's play a little uh, opening track from his last album called High Together. Here is a little bit of that for you. Ooh. Shout out to Cal Dan. Hey. I suppose I should try them both, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you flipping disco tracks, dog? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Don't drink, God dang, we could blow one. All out of papers, now I gotta make a store run. So let's take a ride in my plane. Put it runway, let me spread my wings. Fly like an eagle when I put that on gang. In a old school Chevy with the system on bang. Now, all these niggas jacking my steeds. Bad bitches wanna get on top of my steeds. Told them like five times, y'all ain't smoking like me. You, 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 you ain't smoking like me. Mm. I'm smoking J's, dropping classics. Mm. Pilot OG, gotta have it. Mm. Yo, girlfriend, let me smash it. Hit it from the back, dropping ashes on your mattress. Pass the weed around. <laughs> what made you want to come <laughs> flip that fucking sample? Because that's great. I love that. Cannabis. Uh, <laughs> I was high. It was like two in the morning. And I'm like, I'm just going through beats and going through beats. I'm, I'm, I done probably scrolled to damn near the bottom of Beat Stars, and I heard that shit, and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that worked, man. I fucking love that shit. But uh, anyways, this Sparkleberry, is, I can't decide what I like more because this Sparkleberry is raspberry, and then I got this fucking cider over here that's blueberry. Um, I kind of like the cider a little bit more, 
But I don't know, man. This sparkle beer is pretty damn good too. Uh, I wish yeah. I, I wish I knew. How you want to try the sparkle beer? Yeah, why not? Here, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, see, I I was convinced that this was the best thing on the table until I took a sip of this. Right. And then I'm like, damn, that's fire too. <laughs> the sparkle beer's got a little like tartness to it. It does. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad by any means. It's kind of like I like this like champagne like dry finish to it, and it's really yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It's like really subtle. Yeah, it's, I know. It's nice to chase this with this. Yeah, this is like sweet as fuck. I mean, it's hard cider though. Oh, let me read that off by the way. Since we got a got a couple on the board here today, so from uh, Sierra Rose Ciders, we have the blueberry hard cider as well as the peach hard cider. Uh, fret as far as the blueberry goes, we're at six point five ABB, no IBUs because it's a cider and it's not really bitter at all. Uh, fresh picked blueberries never taste this good. Our blueberry cider is perfectly balanced, tart, and sweet with a very berry essence. Somebody gonna pay you to start doing commercials for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got somebody gonna. I'm working on my voiceover (laughs) voice. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think the cider is. I didn't know that ciders don't have IBUs. I mean, because they're not supposed to be bitter, right? But yeah, yeah I just thought yeah. maybe there'd be like one, a you know what I mean, bit, or yeah. something. You know what I mean? I don't. I think it's might because they not you usually brew with hops, oh, and hops okay. you know bring the bitterness to it. I mean, I think there's some are, but I don't think this one is for sure. Got but, you. Uh, yeah, I, they, both of these are fucking good though. I like them. And then the peach, I have lift a glass to your lips and prepare for yourself <laughs> to experience the flavor of ripe, juicy peaches with a light apple finish. Oh, man, I was trying to do that with a straight face. <laughs> it's like, there's no, like, good way to not sound homoerotic reading off the beer description. Like, when I, like, when we have stouts on and shit, and I have to say, like, creamy mouthfeel, and I'm like, ah. But it's okay. I'm talking about beer. Yeah, <laughs> But anyways, oh, before we go further in talking um, <laughs> music, we do have um, some birthdays to celebrate from some of our favorite artists, and we do got to say goodbye to one of the legends of the 70s. Um, so the birthdays that we got for this week would be the legendary Smoker himself, which is kind of funny that you're here when it's his birthday, Willie Nelson. Hey. <laughs> Willie Nelson's birthday, Master P, probably, I think, I'll say Master P is the oh, best hustler nah, in the nah. history of music. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Master everything. P. Master um, P is a hood legend. Just that's legend. the only man to make it out the hood. I feel like Master- sell drugs, play basketball, and rap, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, like, he he did everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chip started his own right. business. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a his his kids getting paid, and he's in Shoes. college. I love it. Yep. <laughs> and Romeo, don't get don't, Romeo. Romeo, <laughs> too. yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but anyways, and then Duke Ellington's birthday was last week. Yep. Uh, Joey Jordison, the drummer from Slipknot. Um, I guess I should also R. say R.I.P. because yep. he passed away a couple years. Um, Tammy Terrell, the legendary singer of the 70s, who you know from singing with uh, Marvin Gaye quite a bit, who really had a kind of a tragic life because she died super fucking early. She was only 23. Damn. Um, and then our boy, friend of the show, friend of ours, someone that we hang out with all the fucking time in real life, Johnny Morris. Hey, just hung out with that boy last night. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Shout out to Johnny Morris. And then also another friend of the show who, uh, you know, rocks out in Detroit all the time um, at the Willis Show Bar, and that would be Will Daniels. Hey, the... I'm going to say the most iconic fro in the city, bro. (laughs) Yes, it is. It really is. And they got a great thing going at that fucking Willow Show Bar. If you're in Detroit, you should go on a Friday or Saturday because it's awesome. Um, And then Lloyd Banks, who fucking had a great album last year, his birthday. Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth. And then E-Man's buddy. I've only met him the once here in the studio, but uh, Brandon Benson. 
Shout out my boy Brandon Benson, who's actually on tour right now with his band, We Are The Union. Nice. Uh, fucking killing it right now. I think they just had a, spot, a stop in Pittsburgh on That's his birthday. Dope. His parents drove down there and visited him. So shout out to Brandon. He actually just texted me like 10 minutes ago. Like, thanks, brother. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, and then, unfortunately, we do have to say goodbye to a um, legendary musician. And that would be the, or the saxophone player from Earth, Wind & Fire. His name is Andrew oh. Woolfolk. And, you know, he was the saxophone player throughout, like, their entirety of them being a band. Yeah, he man. was the one that wrote on Reasons, and he wrote on September. Reasons. And, oh, my God, he's, he, he was just legendary. And um, they credit him for kind of, like, reshaping um, the way that pop music sounded and kind of ushering in, like, a disco sound in the horn section. So nice. I thought that was really fucking cool. So rest in peace to him. Earth, Wind, and Fire is um, holds a, a place in my heart. It was my parents' first concert together as a couple. Um, who knows? I might have been conceived to it. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's some, that's some sick you shit to ask your by? parents, you know that. I'm, I'm definitely not going to ask them. <laughs> they listen to the show, man. They might bring it up. <laughs> hey, man, my parents got good taste in music, bro. What that's, can I say? That's <laughs> um, let me give a shout-out to my camera guy, my video guy, uh, one of my closest homies, Skywalker. Uh, yeah. Travis Walker, Travis Tarantino, the GOAT. Man, uh, shout-out to him. It's his birthday, too. Oh, happy birthday. That's a whole lot of dope. Taurus is on that list. Hell yeah, dude. I got my, yep. my I'm a Taurus. I'm coming yep. up here soon at the oh, end of this word? month. Yep. Yep. Me May, May 18th, baby. May 8th, boy. Nice. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> There's something going on on May 8th, I feel like. Is there a concert? We're going, we're going to a concert. To? What concert are we going like? to? We're going to a few is concerts. That, is that nice. uh, Big Crit? Big Crit is on the 4th. Fourth. Fourth. Oh, it's yeah. the 4th. Okay. Are you going to that? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I know him. Benny is later that month. Oh, no, it's oh, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. That's who it Freddie was. Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs and uh, Zach, Zach Fox. Fox. Yes. Did you get tickets to that? We are. I, we are. Oh, I have every. I, I am not missing Zach Fox. I would Hell pay for Zach no. Fox by itself. Wasn't he supposed to open for some? Or didn't you guys see him He was at, was it Bruiser Thanksgiving? No, he was at Russell Industrial. For something, oh, I forgot who it was fire. for. I forgot what it was for, though. Shout out to the Russian Russell Industrial Center. They're doing kind of cool things out there, you know, because that space has been vacant for so long that they've rented like all the rooms out to different people. Some people By are the way, like, you know, have you doing a lot of cool shit? And this is completely off top. Well, I guess it's not because we were just talking about Zach Fox. But have you seen the show Abbott Elementary? I keep hearing about <laughs> it, and everyone says it's fucking Zach Fox hilarious. Is on the show. He's on oh, the yeah, show. Yeah, he's uh, okay. the main character's boyfriend. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's like an elementary school, but a shot like The Office. Almost. See, the, I, everyone, everyone said like, it, um, so I was a big fan of the show called Community that was on back in the day, and everyone keeps telling me if you were a fan of Community, it's like the black version of Community. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, he plays like a SoundCloud rapper, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like her, the main character's boyfriend and shit. That's funny. But as fuck. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I saw like a clip. I guess they like reference like a lot of like hip hop on the show. Like, yeah. like Jadakiss posted a little clip on his thing because like they did the Jadakiss laugh on the, on the show or something like that. That's so, amazing. I that pretty- <laughs> <laughs> so legendary, dude. You know what's really funny about Jada? You can literally hear the progression of his weed smoking in his voice. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm, so I met Jadakiss a couple years ago now, 
And he just sounds like that. Dude, it sounds like he's got like like water in his throat, like Something. almost sometimes. Like it's it's crazy how like raspy his voice Something. is now. Because if you go back and listen to early Jadakiss albums, he doesn't have that. Like he's got the rasp, <laughs> but it's not not the level it is today. Oh, yeah. It's hard in blunts, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Well, he needs to switch to the I say backwards. You know, fuck up the vocal cords a little bit. For, for real, he needs to get like his boy style speed. Rasp switch to, to them, <laughs> switch to them papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um anyways bro what you been working on what's what what do you got in the tank for us coming uh soon that we can uh forward? so in a couple months uh oh last year i dropped Mackin with my homie trunks out in california and i was going to ask you about that because you were out in california for a minute so are you on a label now uh i was i was on ethical music for a minute we'll oh. get into that okay into all right that a little bit but um yeah so i dropped Mackin with trunks last year um just about finished up with still macking that i love that yeah still macking that that should be around fourth of july is what i'm aiming for to drop that um and then another producer i met in the process of uh doing macking uh my homie mellow out of new york uh i'm working with you know him on some things and i'm dropping ep with him later this year so i got a few things in the tank i'm working on mm-hmm and then obviously we've seen you a, a bunch of times. You're always every Saturday out at fucking Ziggy's. Oh yeah, seven three four Saturday. Dave, yep. Yeah, big shout out to Dave. Uh, I I probably wouldn't even be as far in my career as I am without that guy and him giving me that space to work out of and kind of just giving us free reign. Just like we pick a date and it's up to me and Nitro what we do from there. Um, actually May seventh, if y'all are if, if y'all are around, uh, I know they got something going on. At Ziggy's uh, Spliff Nitro. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! Okay. Yep, yep. I'm gonna slide through. I got a show in Flint that that day, so I'm gonna slide through after. Where are in Flint? Yeah. Uh, Vehicle City Social. Okay. I've been on yeah. Flint a lot more recently just because of the job and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, like I've been trying to get familiar with like that. You got a May card? I don't. Oh man. damn! I, I was gonna say slide through Vehicle City. I, I gotta, gotta have, get that May card because you gotta have a fucking CP. You can't have a CPL and a med card at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh no, yeah, no, so, no. But state strap, legal strap, that's yeah. good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta have one or the other. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I mean, it's not like I'm, it's not gotta... like I'm gonna use both at the same time or no. anything. So it's like, all right, dude. But... I was looking at so I saw this billboard in Detroit. It was a, uh, so I, you know, I'm not a big gun guy, but I've always considered it. And, and uh, there's this new company. It's called Burna with a Y, and it's non-lethal guns. They look like Glocks, but they're fucking. They fire like hot, like, and it's like uh, it's got like PSI like behind thing? it. No, it's uh, a pepper spray bullet. And it like that they said awful. it will put someone down so quick. Like, oh yeah, some of that shit will fucking up, dog. Me, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take the bullet. At least I can brag about that. No, I'm bullshit. <laughs> I was like, that I don't know. I'd probably take the bullet. <laughs> you know, and rather than get hit hard, this hard ass exploding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's gonna leave a big ass bruise and, and everything. Then you're choking on the ground. <laughs> 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 like you're like asphyxia. Just shoot me in the shoulder or something. But anyways, you just mentioned Brad, and Brad Spliff is someone I wanted to bring up because we just had him recently on the podcast, and something that I thought was kind of um, really dope that he mentioned was the fact that you kind of, I can't remember how he worded it, but he said that kind of you were partially responsible for saving his life. He said he was going through the worst time he'd ever been in a mental space, um, and then you had approached him to become part of the flight team, and he said that uh alone got him to like want to work on himself and like figure this shit out because he was like okay now i got something to work for and i got you know 
these friends that believe in me and shit. And I thought that was really fucking dope That's that right. he said it. Yeah. Uh, so, so to be honest, bro, that was the first time I actually heard that too. I didn't know. Like I knew he, I like I knew he had some things going on, and I also, you know, personally, I look at music as an outlet. And I'm like, bro, I didn't seen you, you know, perform multiple times. Like this, this isn't something you should give up on. I, I didn't even know about, you know, his mental health struggles at the time, and you know, I was just trying to look out for the homies. Like, all right, don't quit, bro. Just let me show you how to do this my way. We'll, we'll put something together and, and see if it works. And it's been working, bro. You know, so. Uh, but yeah, I, I was flattered. I, I was almost crying at work when he said that shit. I, I swear, like, man. Bro, me too. Like, <laughs> damn. That was a lot. Like that was. Yeah. I that mean, that's dope, though. The fact that you, you mean, even has like that, like support system in a way is just really cool. Like, yeah. So if has somebody look out for him like that, that's that's real. So shout oh, out yeah. to Brad Smith, man. The, like flight team is a family first, more than anything. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and it runs like a family. We have our spats, our arguments. We we laugh, we crack on each other all the time. But you know, I personally, I, I feel like me and Nico run a real tight ship. <laughs> we can be, <laughs> we can be kind of annoying sometimes, but it's but at the end of the day, it's all love, man. You know, so when one of us is lacking or needing something, we all everybody is there to pick pick up the slack or. You know, you if a motherfucker gotta come to my house and cry, then come cry, bro. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you going through, whatever you gotta do, you know. That, and that's that's what I think sets us apart. You know, because like I said, these are my bros. Mm-hmm. You know, like these who I kick it with on the off days and shit. I don't really have friends outside of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, no, I thought that yeah. was really cool too. And I and um, I also applaud you for seeing the vision in Brad because we my first time like. I mean, I, I kind of had known who he was a little bit, but then we saw him perform at Ziggy's um, uh, probably a couple months ago now. And I was like, man, he's got such a dope fucking style. Like, he almost has, like, this nonchalant type of, like, live performance style. Mm-hmm. And even, like, his rapping style is kind of that way, but it's packed full of, like, so many fucking witty bars. Oh, yeah. Splits like, got bars, bro. You know, like, I said this to him at that Ziggy show. I said this to him when he was on the podcast, and I'm going to say it again right now. He needs to apply for Yamakon, like the oh, hip hop showcase. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like he would fit in like with that lineup so well. Cause I know, like, uh, shout out to Mike Jack. I, I saw him on there. Uh, Mark Cooper was on that bill last year. I feel like he would fit right into that lineup. Oh yeah, definitely, easily. definitely. Man, you know what I really learned from doing this podcast is that rappers love wrestling and they love fucking anime, bro. Yes. <laughs> like it's crazy. Oh, yeah. I, love, I love both, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it gets brought my, up so much. My wrestling <laughs> fandom is noted at this point. So it's oh, like, yeah. it's like, like my girl yeah. walked in on me uh, it was last week, week before. I'm watching old fucking Royal Rumble videos and shit like that. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, fucking Shawn Michaels has been in this whole time. <laughs> I posted this clip the other day of like this whole thing. They was just running joke with Sting. Like Sting used to dress up as Sting to like fool opponents. Like like he would like have like a sting like mask on you can get from like the kiosk or whatever Mm -hmm. or the fuck like the merch booth or whatever and he'll take it off as actually like his face paint is actually (laughs) sting. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right, this is how I judge people. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Ooh. Oh man. Uh, No, what's the first one? Definitely attitude. Definitely attitude error. I'm gonna say probably Stone Cold. Okay. You just mentioned mine. Mine was the Heartbreak Kid, man. Okay. I love Shawn okay. Michaels. <laughs> yeah, I was a rock fan. I mean, you? you know what? Yeah. Actually, my second, and a lot of people shit on me for this, but Rey Mysterio. So, oh, for real? I, I love Rey Mysterio. Like I, I love Rey Mysterio, too. Yeah, I, I, I liked Rey Mysterio. But fucking Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Hardy was the goat. Yeah. To me, bro. I just, <laughs> so I just posted this like uh, clip or not clip, but I just posted this fact the other day. Rey Mysterio is one of the only wrestlers in the WWE or in professional wrestling who never to turned not heel. Turn heel. Yeah, to I've never seen be that. a heel. 
That's amazing to me. Yeah, yeah right. He dope. never did. Yeah. <laughs> he stopped wearing the mask for a little bit. And then I know. He, and then he went back to it. When his <laughs> speaking of, like wrestlers, his kid plays. That, that right? His kid wrestles, right? Dominic. He's. I'm not a fan of Dominic. I'm no. gonna be honest with you, but like. Uh, He's 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 grown a lot. Like he's getting better. But like when Dominic first came out, he was just like, I, I know why you got <laughs> on though. But yeah, so he, he guess, botched a lot of shit. I guess like, Shawn Michaels would be my favorite of like the first generation of popularity of the WWF. And then I think Stone Cold was probably my favorite of like the Rock era and all that shit. Like I loved Stone Cold. Like it was just like so exciting as a kid to hear the fucking glass shatter. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch WrestleMania <laughs> recently? I did not see the last one. I never realized the fact that Vince McMahon is the worst person to get stunner because he botches every stunner. Oh. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Dude, he, like, goes, he like goes flying <laughs> and shit. Dude, they have like a compilation video you can watch on YouTube. It just of, like, doesn't look the... realistic. Like, <laughs> well, see, the Rock didn't either. The Rock oversold the stunner every time. This motherfucker would be like on a He's just like, afterwards. <laughs> 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 the funniest shit ever. The, Rock, the Rock's response to the stunner is my favorite. Oh. I can watch that all day long. Every time. <laughs> Who's your favorite current wrestler? Favorite out of like the, out of like what's going on right now? Oh, Triple H, still. Triple H, yeah. Say, is he? He's retired. Oh, uh, I guess now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just retired at yeah, what? Just, WrestleMania? At WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm about to say. I mean, he, he, didn't, he didn't wrestle the past couple years though. Yeah, but Triple H was the shit though. And if you really think about how legendary he is, he survived three generations of yeah. That fact. here's shit. why <laughs> Triple H might be one of my favorite heels of all time too. Because I actually had a conversation because me and my cousin like we're really big like. Does Triple H count as a heel? Yes. Though? Oh, Triple H was just an asshole. Triple H. Oh, I Triple don't know H. if he was a heel. I mean, DX. DX, all that, like, was, DX was not a heel. That does not count uh, as no. Xbox was a heel. To a, yeah, me. Xbox turned heel, but, but not like, in the beginning. I think Triple like, H. I, I count Triple H as a heel because that he, was that was entertainment, bro. That was the same as like too cool to me. Who who do you think would be your favorite heel? My favorite heel. Yeah. Uh, I call him Evil Eddie Guerrero. Okay, oh, <laughs> dude, I remember that shit. <laughs> Evil Eddie Guerrero, bro. <laughs> Dude, I did, did, he passed away, didn't he? Yeah, yeah like yeah, in 2005, two thousand five, six, something. What like did that. he die from? I don't remember what it was. Uh, overdose. Was it, it was really? Like it was like some drug related. That thing. whole like that. Uh, and then that Benoit, was, Benoit was like right yeah. after. Yeah, that was that Bro. was fucked up. The Chris Benoit shit was the. That's probably the the craziest sports story I think I've ever heard. If you think Aaron about Hernandez. it, like that shit was fucking. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I don't know if Aaron Hernandez is even as crazy as what Chris Benoit did. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson's crazy. <laughs> but that was that was one family member. God damn, I can't believe I'm laughing about that. That's, That's not <laughs> Eric, can we edit that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's insensitive. OJ Simpson. I, oh, honestly, man. I think my favorite heel, if I really had to think about it, man. I, I Brock Lesnar's in that list for me, I would say. Uh, now does the Undertaker count as a heel? Undertaker definitely would count as a heel at one point in his career. American Badass Undertaker. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about American <laughs> Badass Undertaker. Oh, man. <laughs> I just heard, like, there was a whole thing about that. They were talking about there was supposed to be a storyline with Undertaker's son coming up. Oh, oh for <laughs> real? It, they scrapped it, but oh, that was supposed to be a thing. Nah, they, they can't do that. I do think that if he gets healthy, I feel like Big E would be a good heel, too. Mm-hmm. From Danude, yeah, I feel like he would be a good. Like, I don't, you know, he his neck is all fucked up right now. Yeah, but. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Didn't he like snap his neck or something? Like yeah, that? Like, uh, it was right like a, or something? I think it was. I think it was a botch. Jeez. I think it was a box, and then like it pretty near broke his neck. Speaking of heels, have you seen heels? On oh Prime? man, I've been trying to watch. Yeah, bro, that is shit it, is so good. There's a whole it show on. So Pe- good, I think it's Peacock. Bro. 
Uh, they it's on a, Peacock and they got it on Amazon Prime too. I'm about to actually might watch that this week. But yeah, they got a whole show about like the history of like WWE. Oh, heels. for real? Yeah. Oh, I, man, I never even fucking. It's I, not. I it's got nothing to do with WWE actually. Oh, it's, it's just all in general. So, so it's basically some like down south little low budget like wrestling promo. It's this dude and his brother, um, homeboy inherited like this wrestling league from his dad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and it's basically like just some small town wrestling competing with some other like down south Florida like wrestling shit. But it's it, it's some country shit. Definitely check it out though. Okay. But uh, they did have some cameo. Uh, CM Punk is on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley was in an episode like running a podcast. It was dope, bro. That's another one of my all time favorites is Mick Foley. Oh, Mick Foley is Punk? the shit, dude. Like, so I, I I got to a point like where I was like I was really into it in middle school. I don't even watch wrestling anymore, but. Um, I was really fucking into it in middle school, and then when I f- found out about like W or ECW mm-hmm. and like that oh, hardcore yeah. shit, yeah. I was like, "This is what I want to watch now." Yeah. And like Mick Foley was like the king of the hardcore man. I was like, just thinking about like he was doing so the crazy I re- shit. I didn't know that Balls Mahoney died. Speaking of ECW, what? yeah, I didn't. He died didn't like a few years ago. I didn't. I, didn't, I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he. ECW, then WWE, and then did like some indie shit for a while. He died like a four or five years ago. I never, I never knew that. I just randomly thought about him the other day. I'm like, what the fuck has this dude been up to? I'm like, oh, yeah. ECW what? fucked me up because like that's how I found out about like the Dudley Boys and shit. Like yeah. before they came to Diva! WWE, like they were crazy. Get the tables. <laughs> did they? What? Remember they did Reverend fucking Devon? <laughs> like that was a whole storyline. <laughs> Wait, when they came to the WWE, was Big Balls still their theme song? Cause they had the ACD. Oh, you know, and ECW. Dude. I like big balls. She mm. likes big balls. <laughs> nah, we nah, like that big balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was their fucking intro shit, which is so fucking funny. To was me. that a, yeah, it was ACDC, right? Oh yeah. Um, that shit's funny. But they had the craziest matches though, because they'd like they would like slam people through like a stack of like fifteen tables. Bro, that was like that was <laughs> large scale backyard wrestling. It really was. It's exactly what that was. I remember. So <laughs> the reason I got back, like, cause I I fell out of wrestling for a long time, and I got back into it during COVID, cause that was mm-hmm. the only sport on TV. I do remember renting. I forgot what pay per view it was, but the match was they were fighting through the WWE training facility. Oh shit! It was like other oh, guys and the girls were going at the same time, and then like Nia Jax and Otis was about to square up. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, holy shit, this is about to be great. <laughs> Dude, you know, what, you know what I saw a clip on uh, of today that like made me laugh because it was like one of the highest rated episodes of Monday Night Raw in the, <laughs> I think it was in the 90s, um, which is so silly now and it would totally never take place in today's climate. Is when fucking The Edge and Lita like basically oh, simulated they, like, sex yeah. in the middle of yep. the yep. ring. Yep, that was yeah. the thing. <laughs> Man, some of the craziest shit, like just they Bro, got away with, man. Do rag Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He looked that at too. Booker T and was like, "What's up, <laughs> my nigga?" <laughs> oh my god, Hulk Hogan, we coming t- for you now. It <laughs> was on TV too, wasn't it? Yes, bro. You know what? I just remember do rag Vince McMahon. <laughs> I, it makes me think of uh, what was it? I'm Kurt Angle with the milk truck on Stone Cold. That was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Kurt Angle, what is he? Is he still involved in? No, nah, he he retired a while ago. Man, he was a legit wrestler. Like he actually wrestled. He was like, the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, I remember yeah. when. Uh, yeah, I remember when uh, Lamelo Ball said, "Beat that nigga ass on TV." I just saw Lamelo Ball in a fucking commercial, like right before I fucking came. He's a uh, he NBA commercial. MVP, right? 
Or not in rookie. In rookie. Uh, rookie of the year. Was he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he um, K should have got that. K got robbed. But. These playoff yeah. basketball have been crazy. Yo, E-Man called it early. Fucking John Morant, bro. Yep. My Lord. Yep. <laughs> this boy is crazy, dude. That boy got a fire in his eye, man. <laughs> it sure does. But anyways. All right, back to Drake. Back on, <laughs> <laughs> we went off, off the rails there completely. <laughs> if you smell. <laughs> Which fucking holy shit! He's got he's easily the most successful WWE star of all time, right? Yeah. Rock. He, it's, it's a Tim Cena. Him and Cena. Bautista, oh, Bautista's point. in that mix now too. I would yeah. say. I've been seeing Cena everywhere lately, like commercials. Fucking Peacemaker. Peacemaker's a shit. Peacemaker's Peacemaker pretty crazy. <laughs> Peacemaker's a shit. I, I love his relationship with that fucking eagle. Like that shit grabs me up. <laughs> eagly. So, yeah, eagly. Like he, so. he hugged me. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, man. I might have to start watching WWE again so I can get back in on some I uh, I actually just got 2K22, by the way. Oh, Bro, really? w- all right. 2K- so yeah. I know we got to get back on no, track. No, you're good. We're good. But have y'all seen all the fucking, like, the face scan edits and shit? On TikTok of uh, no no w- bro they putting like Janet Jackson in two K oh no all kinds of you're right they put a shit, bunch of rappers bro. in their shit like <laughs> yeah. I heard they had like Gunna and Young Thug fighting and shit <laughs> they should put like the ones that actually love rap or wrestling in there they didn't like, turn West that shit into, I saw like, I mean Jam, bro. I think MGK was in the commercial I think they, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. They didn't turn that shit into fucking Def Jam. I love it. Def Jam Vendetta, bro. That, that game needs a comeback. That game really needs I wish. a comeback. There's so many rap dudes now. Yeah. That was a good game. Why Why was Snoop Dogg the only one that like actually had a character in it? I, don't, I never understood he that. Was like like, he was like the main villain. Remember? Yeah. Like, it was like, <laughs> wait, why is he not just Snoop Dogg? Everyone else is their own self. Mm-hmm. And then Snoop <laughs> he, is the fucking like, like the crow or something like that. Speaking of which, there's a Snoop Dogg skin in uh, Call of Duty now. That's dope. That man has like we we we've mentioned this on the podcast before. In the simulation of life, Snoop Dogg already won, and oh, he's just like doing right. side quests at this point. I like, tell people all the time, Snoop Dogg is literally the most famous person on the planet. Yep. He really is, dude. It's insane to me. Yep, he, <laughs> definitely. Royce posted a photo of Snoop Dogg is like... the only crip in Bollywood movies. <laughs> yep, we were just talking about that. <laughs> we were talking about like so. <laughs> what, what would you say? It was like so. Okay, if he wants, yeah, so yeah. Snoop will. They were talking about this on uh, Dave and Chuck yesterday. So if you want uh, a Snoop feature, and he's not like a friend of yours, obviously, oh, yeah. he'll char- he'll do it. But it's for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is the feature price, and he'll he'll be in the video for another, another two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, but you get one hour of his time if you're doing the video. <laughs> and so like someone had posted this like mashup on on I think it was on Instagram. Like all the random foreign songs that Snoop has been on, like he's been on songs in Indian languages and fucking like Arabic languages. He's doing that, he's doing like, that show with Kelly Clarkson right now, like name that tune or something like that. Have you, yeah, that dude is. He's, like, he's just doing side quests Man. at this point. I want to know real. how much paper that guy's got coming in, like, because there's no way the internet is reporting an accurate oh, amount of money that, that, that guy's making. No, that, that's, that's for the IRS purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I think it I think it might And have he just fake. got death row back. Like, come on, bro. Dude, it's crazy. Have you ever seen the video? I think it might be fake. I don't know, but there's a party going on, right? And Snoop is smoking a blunt and he passes it to a cop that's standing next to him. Oh, and the cop that. like looks oh, yeah, at it, looks that. back, yeah. looks back, and he grabs it and he's like <laughs> it's it. They're like, if yeah. Snoop passes you the blunt, you hit the blunt. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias said that. <laughs> oh man, that's just funny. Uh, but anyways, man, 
let's get back into this a little bit. Um, I kind of want to take a brief pause. I know we've been a little bit off topic anyways, but just to shout out some of our friends that we saw perform last night at the Loving Touch in yeah, Ferndale. Um, we got to see, like, Giacomo was out there with um, a group performing as – so I, I guess you will probably tell you about it first. So at the Loving Touch in Ferndale, there was 15, like, acts, like, bands slash artists – and they all got like a different Detroit artist to cover, and it was just like there was nice. two different stages set up, and it would be three songs a piece. So like there'd be three songs at the one stage, three songs at the next stage, and they just kept going back and forth. And uh, Giacomo got Marvin Gaye, which we didn't even know they were gonna be there. We went there to see Danny. They Darling. were playing as uh, the band The Fruits. Yeah, The I Fruits. Believe, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the name of the band they were in. But we went there to see Danny Darling. More specifically, because she got Stevie Wonder, and she covered three Stevie Wonder songs last night, and it was fucking was dope. dope. And T. Greens was playing drums for her and shit, so shout out to Taylor. Yeah, shout out to uh, Emery, too, on sax, by the way, for that set as well. That was he great, man. That was so much fun, man. Um, yeah, so that was a really good show, so uh, shout out to Loving Touch. Loving Touch is a dope place to see music, man. I didn't know they had it like that. Yeah, like the, uh, the whole stage setup was really cool. Uh, for the, the Fruits Drew, Marvin Gaye. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Ali and Tassel. We stayed for that set, too. Yeah. Uh, it was dope, man. To be honest, I, I like I like the outfits. I like what they tried yeah, to do with fun. the outfit. They had like the orange beanie on. They had oh, like that's the, fire. Yeah, yeah, that was tight. And, and they had the denim jackets and stuff. I'm like that was kind of okay. cool. But I like that too. And then shout out. I can't. I wish I'd put a fucking asked his name or something. Or even the band that he was. There's this fucking dude that was playing saxophone in one band, and he had this like white suit on. This like long. He's this white guy with long curly hair, a fucking perfect mustache. He's like old cheesy plastic fucking sunglasses. And he was just ripping saxophone all night. <laughs> and me and E-Man thought it was, like, the funniest thing in yeah, the world. Yeah, Neil has a story of this guy right now on his social. That shit was amazing. <laughs> I kept oh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, he's on my story right now. It was very fucking funny to me. But he was really, he was dope. He was killing it. <laughs> but it was just, like, that he was really, was like, rocking. fucking playing who, who, with the crowd. What band were they? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't remember which one it you was. You have the set list I on your phone. I have the set list, but I don't know which one, uh, like, what he was in. What like, order was it? <laughs> the order is, yeah, it's not in order. Was that before Danny Darling? It was after that? Danny Darling, I think. I think it was after. Was it right after? Or, no, no, no. Because they, they did the side stage and then they did the big this stage. Way, you he gotta was gotta stop drinking too many beats. Yeah. Do you, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, you go to these beats. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But anyways, yeah. Shout out Loving Touch and Ferndale, and shout out everyone that performed there last night. That shit was fucking sweet. Nope. Um, E-Man, why don't you, while we're here, tell about that beer festival you wanted to talk about? Yeah, uh, man. So uh, this actually the first annual or the first event they did that was last year out in it wasn't Philly. It was actually Pittsburgh, by the mm. way. But there's a festival called Barrel, Barrel and Flow Fest, and it's actually the uh, first like black owned like craft beer festival. It's not just like beer; like beer is like the focal point, obviously. But they do like a lot of culture stuff. So they have like a music going on. They have a lot of artists there and stuff like that, doing like I'm paintings and everything. Out, I have every intention of going this year because I got it. So I I missed it last year because we just got back from Nashville and I was like I cannot do this year yeah. right now, mm. but. Like I yeah I have every intention of going this year. Well, shout shoot out me actually. The details. Shout out to uh, uh, beers for everyone because that's what got me hip to it because they had a oh, booth okay. last year. So yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to Lindsay over there. Like she you know she hooked it up for us last year. So nice. yeah, man. I'm I'm really excited to go this year. It's gonna be August thirteenth of this right. year. Shoot me that on like Instagram or something so gotcha. I can remember. I'm for sure trying to slide to that. That yeah. sounds dope. Really, yeah. All right, back to Dre. So you kind of alluded to something a minute ago that I kind of want to have you expand on a little bit. 
So E was saying that you were signed to a label briefly, and then yeah. you came. So Ethica, yeah, right? Yeah, I signed with Ethica for a minute last year. That was dope. It, was, I, I kind of just experience. Uh, I appreciate the experience more than anything. Um, you know, not not trying to throw shade. I feel like they they're a little ahead of themselves. Mm-hmm. They had a plan of like signing like 150 artists or some shit, and all, all kinds of crazy. That sounds a lot to manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was dope. I I just couldn't put out music for a hot second, really. <laughs> well, I w- I was on the shelf, so to speak. Uh, yeah, no. Along, well, I was gonna say, basically, like, along with everybody else, they had signed to these contracts. We were all just kind of shelved for a few months, and then it was just like, all right. So I, see that that's weird to me. So you said they wa- wanted to focus on 150 artists. Yeah, that doesn't feel. That doesn't make the signees feel it, good, right? You know what I mean? Nah, like, it nah, sounds feel like, like you're going to be the focal point of right. their... Of, um, it sounds like they try to play a numbers game where mm-hmm. they like yep. take like as many artists as they can as possible and then they like kind of like sift through like which one they think are going to pop or not. And obviously, they're going to push that one and then the rest yeah, can just facts. push it aside. It sounds like they're just kind of like playing a numbers game, like take as much on as possible and then we just kind of sort out the shit from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, honestly, it... it my personal experience and you know just my experience in the industry and everything i think it was just like dog got in over his head obviously you know signing mm-hmm. 150 motherfuckers they because like they were literally flying people out every day like yeah. new artists and shit like that and, and some of them were getting deals some of them weren't weren't you know i I just happened to be one of the ones that were, they were like oh yeah you dope uh you know, so I, I mean, whether it worked out or not, I, I mean, it's probably just it was nice, probably to have the experience till you like know how yeah, some bro. of these motherfuckers work. My first time getting flewed out. Was it Delta? Was it Spirit? What you got? American. Oh, nice. wow. Look at that. hey, that'd be a real dick kick if they gave you Spirit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if they, if flew, I see if that they shit, flew Spirit, I would have bought myself a ticket back elsewhere. Bro. <laughs> I'm not flying a spirit flight all the way to Cali. Fuck. It's on hot this five hours fucking, of like no leg room. Pilot. And this you tall too, dog. So it's like. <laughs> right. In her, like, there's cramps. Please stop breathing on me. So I guess that's. So I, I kind of wanted to know, did that put you off to the experience? Like, would you close the door on labels? In Hell no, nah. I'm no? trying to sign a death row. Hell yeah. <laughs> Any of you artists want to be artists? <laughs> right. Snoop, what's up, bro? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to sign a death row, fam. I smoke weed, too. Are you familiar with what's going on in Detroit right now with Shea Popes? Shea Popes from uh, Good Music? Yeah, so he used to be the president of Good Music. He's okay. produced and written music for fucking everybody. Jay-Z to fucking, you know, everybody. And um, he just moved to Detroit. And started a record label here called Workshop, and his plan is to he you know he wants to his vision I guess I should say is he wants to bring Detroit back to like the Motown mm. era of like you know this city has so much talent and we need to bring the label here instead of bringing in people from the city to other labels There's so and different many cities eyes on the Detroit right and now. It's not yeah, really yeah funny, bro. Dog. Like, like shout, uh, shout out to the people that bring that are bringing eyes to Detroit, like the Sada Babies, Isaac yep. Vezo. Babyface Ray doing his thing, fucking is it Babytron? It's, it's so many. Babyface Baby Ray is blowing up. I saw right Babytron. Well, he's was on the that, Summer Jam L Club, right? Not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw him on Primo's story. He was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout I out saw to him Primo. perform. It's crazy. I saw him perform at the Pistons halftime show, and then fucking like two seconds later, I see he gets announced on the Summer Jam lineup in Detroit yeah, or in yeah. New York, which is like the very first hip hop festival of all time, and it's like the most legendary one. It's a one day festival, and it's been going on for. 25 fucking years, you know, so 
pretty dope that he's on there. That's like that's the first time I've seen a Detroit artist on the Summer Jam lineup in not as you say, a yeah. fucking long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Big so Sean so maybe was that the last yeah. one? Maybe, yeah, maybe Big Sean or M or yeah, and I feel like that. Detroit was just so overlooked for so long that they, you know, they just kind of snatched the spotlight, created the sound, pushed it everywhere, and now like everywhere, everywhere else, other than like the Bay, the Bay Area is and Detroit, they like cousins. They don't always kind of sound so the married. same. <laughs> but like every everywhere else is kind of you know, I I don't want to say. Biting, but like borrowing that style. You look at like Lil Yachty, bunch of motherfuckers down south, all kinds of crazy shit. Everybody's I mean, Lil Yachty did like what was the Michigan Boat Boy? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, like unless it's unless it's drill music, everything is sound like Detroit shit now. So many like this is something I've been learning a lot lately because I've been getting real nerdy with my like um, learning the history of musicians that came from the city. And um, right now I'm listening to this book called Dilla Time. It's all about Jay Dilla and his mm-hmm. life. And this dude that wrote it is just a fucking genius, man. Like he. Really got detailed on it. And before he even gets to Jay Dilla, he talks about the entire history of the city of Detroit and like how popular popular music evolved over the years. And so much of it, like like so many like things and sounds started here. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the, for example, on the way here, I was listening to it and they're talking about there was two things that I thought were really dope that Stevie Wonder was the first to do of. Um, one, he was the first album or first popular artist to make an album using the synthesizer as like his main fucking instrument. Um, before this predates Kraftwerk and like the electronic dudes like Giorgio Marauder and shit like that. But so he was the first to do that. And then also the thing that fucking blew my mind. So the guy that, um, that invented the drum machine, right? Mm -hmm. He originally, it was originally a uh, computer program and he figured out how to make the drum patterns on a computer. Um, and Stevie Wonder found out about that, the oh, guy that this guy was doing it, and wanted to get like a tutorial on it. So the guy flew him out, and he was realizing, how the fuck am I supposed to show this guy a computer program? Exactly. He's fucking blind. <laughs> and so he, Stevie Wonder is literally the reason the guy that made the drum machine transferred it from being a computer program to an actual pad that's actually that really has that's, that's dope. Sweet fucking fuck. drum sounds that's, and why people started fucking playing it like a that's power their right fingers, there right? <laughs> that's dope as fuck <laughs> yeah. like, isn't that dope. crazy that's actually really cool <laughs> so I thought that was super dope and you gotta yeah, I mean you gotta think like electronic music house music all that shit right? all that's, started in Detroit, Detroit bro. punk yep. rock music started like in Detroit. Detroit Motown era music started mm-hmm. in Detroit like the, the Detroit the, sets the trend and then it gets borrowed mm-hmm. and mixed up and remixed thousand and percent. then you know regurgitated but like Detroit is where it's at. This is, this is the sure. hub. And that's Absolutely. something I've learned, too, is like, you know, when, when most people talk about, you know, especially hip-hop, too, people are always talking L.A. and New York. And obviously now it's Atlanta, too. But that's something I've been learning doing all this history shit is so much stuff started here, too. Like, when they mention, like, the earliest shit, they mentioned Chicago, New York, Detroit, and L.A. That's like, that was oh, where yeah. places started. And it's crazy. <laughs> I'll, I, like, I'll, I listen to a lot of Cali music. Uh, that's just kind of where my ear goes. But, like, modern Cali music now, every other song in the playlist got, like, Icewear Vezo or Sada Baby or some Straight up. Like yep. like, 42 yeah. Dugs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, it's really tight. Um, I, I, like, I, I really like finding out the history of shit, too. And, like, this Jay Dilla book is crazy, man. It's really well done. And he lives, he grew up on this house at McDougal. And I was like, bro. That's so close to our house. I just, I just nerded out and told him like the Grandy Ballroom where like a bunch of punk rock music started in Detroit is right by our house. So I walked just to go see it, 
And then I found out fucking Jay Dilla's like childhood home where he like made all his legendary music is right by our house too. You know what's like, funny? I'm about going that? to that next. I'm going to shout walk. out to the band. I forgot the name of the actual band that played, but the band that covered the Frost last night too. They actually was like, yeah, Granny Ballroom. You guys yeah, doing good? I'm tight. like, that shit yeah. was dope. They were pretending like they yeah. were in the so Granny Ballroom. For you guys cool. don't know, like Granny Ballroom. Is, I mean, it's even older than this, but I would say it's like the CB. It was like the CBGB for Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna get into that actually. This is actually a good time to transition into that. Part two with Dre Dab and the BBPOV boys coming to you next week.